Okay, hey, welcome to another episode of This Podcast Isn't Working. Uh, I'm Heidi. I'm, this is my weekly podcast about creativity, mental health and parenthood. And this episode's a little different. I wanted to get on here almost kind of in the middle of something that's really real and really raw. So in a way, this is almost like, I guess, a, almost like a little diary entry, but I just wanted to get some stuff out of my head Um, while it was still really fresh. So uh, I will get on with the episode in just a few seconds. (laughs) (laughs) So you'll have to excuse the noise in the background. I've just decided to record while one of my kids is playing. So if you hear beeping and weird stuff like that, she's just playing with a toy. And I just wanted to get on while this was happening right now. Um, So I have been reticent, I've said before, to do many episodes about parenthood. I find it a topic that I'm desperate to talk about, but I also at the same time am not sure how to navigate. I feel like there are lots of ways you can kind of get it wrong when it comes to sharing your story of parenthood. And it's in my experience, it's very, very easy for people to come off as being judgmental or by telling stories to each other, we can easily become comparative. You know, it's comparison is such a monster and it's so tempting to compare ourselves with each other. And I think it's, it's almost, I don't know if it's like the hardest thing about parenthood, but I think it's up there. And that's really saying something because parenthood itself is, it's intense Um, but comparison while being a parent is almost just as hard as all the real life challenges of raising kids, right? So, uh, what I wanted to talk about this morning was, hang on one second. Hey, you okay down there? Okay. This is real life people. I thought I would try this out, this real life thing. We'll see how it goes. It might be too crazy. Uh, I'm also waiting for somebody to arrive, so I might... Um, head off if I hear the doorbell. Uh, I will listen back to this episode and decide whether it's too distracting to listen to. Um, But yeah, for now, I'm just going to keep keeping on, right? So I just dropped my daughter off at preschool. Now, I've I've never been sure how much I want to share on the podcast about you know, any kind of details about my kids and what they're doing just because, you know, when they grow up, I don't want them to be, uh, you know, like at their age right now, they can't choose whether I share their story and I want to be respectful of them. But I think it's pretty common and pretty normal for kids to have, you know, a transition time when they're adjusting to new things. And um, my kids, you know, they've never been in any type of care. They've never been to childcare or been regularly babysat um, for long periods of time, uh, unless it's just been family. And so I think this transition into preschool life, which for now it's just two days a week, it's been really hard for my daughter. And it's funny because I, I've always felt like she would be really good at transitioning into these type of things because... Um, you know, personally, she is quite good at talking about her feelings and processing her emotions. 
in well for a three-year-old as well as a three-year-old can do and I've always felt like it it will hold her in good stead when she comes across you know challenges like this but the reality is she's still a kid and you know and it's hard because going to preschool is really fun but it also means that she's not home and she's not with me and like there's nothing magical about me but it's a big thing where you know I I was even realizing things like she can't just get a cuddle necessarily from mum when she needs it or when she feels like she needs it you know it's the little details that I probably hadn't thought through before we'd experienced this and I mean I don't need to think them through it's just these are things that I'm realizing as we're going and we're only a few weeks in and I guess I'd sort of assumed that even if we had a few hiccups that it would kind of iron itself out fairly quickly especially because in the past when we've encountered new things um, this particular kiddo, she's been really good at adjusting and quite quick to pick up on things and just roll with it. She's been great with change. Like when we moved house, she was on board. She knew what was going on and she got her head around it and she coped beautifully with it. You know, when she moved into her big girl bed uh, after relinquishing her cot, you know, for her um, sister who was coming soon, she coped so well with that. You know, that was a huge change and she just, you know, she just kind of swam through beautifully and um and so I think I probably had these expectations that it would be a little easier than it is and you know this may be something that burns out fairly quickly after this but I was just driving home and you know I was really emotional because this whole experience is really tough so and by this whole experience I'm talking about you know my child being very very upset and emotional and um you know, like combative and scared about leaving me and going to preschool. So from go to woe, like from home all the way to preschool, that was such a massive thing to get her there. And at times I had to physically, you know, put her where she needed to be, whether it was in the car seat or (laughs) at preschool. And, you know, at one point she was, you know, she was clinging onto the car so that I wouldn't pull her out and she was clinging onto the gate so I wouldn't um, pull her into the preschool. Now she loves preschool and I know this. Um, We sit together and we watch videos and look at photographs of her at preschool and it really does help her cope with her feelings of fear and nervousness. As she says, she always says, I feel a bit nervous about preschool. And so we're doing all of that and I tried to do a bit of that on the way and I'm putting in the effort, you know, and when we're doing drop-off, I'm doing my absolute best to just remain very, very calm and let her know that even though she's feeling all these things, that that's okay. It's, It's not easy, but that it's okay and that she will be okay and she will feel better eventually. Um, and I just, it was funny, like, um, this is probably the second time it's been quite difficult to the point where when I've got back in the car I really wanted to have a good cry and I was telling another mum the other day you know um do you ever feel like this you know you're going through this intense moment with a child and you feel there's this loneliness that happens you know when these when these challenges arise or a situation even sometimes just a really big tantrum um or or like a big display of emotions you know in our house we call it having big feelings you know we try not to say tantrum but you know, um, especially when you're in public and something like this happens and it's almost like these are the moments that really test you emotionally. And I don't mean like, uh, 
that they are pushing you beyond what you can handle emotionally, but it's pushing you into a place where you're, you are very tempted and very, um, you feel like you're going to need to express those emotions in a way that might be, you know, making things worse, if you know what I mean, because they're so strong, those emotions. So many things about being a parent is, you know, they push you into this space where it's this extreme vulnerability because not only are you feeling these huge feelings, but you are also trying to counteract that with, you know, that, that conscious um, behavior, like that intentional, uh, you know, being intentional and being responsible in the way that you then express those emotions or deal with those emotions. Um, I want to do a whole episode about being a parent and having emotions and how that kind of plays out in some of the things that I've observed or tried along the way. Excuse me while I have a little bit of coffee, just one second. I've made myself a coffee because I just got home and I was like, you know, I just need a coffee and I'm going to record a podcast and let my little one play um, underfoot and we're doing it. This is happening. So it's working so far. Just one second. Oh, I've got a frog in my throat as well. But yeah, so it just was, I was thinking about this and how I'd been speaking to this other parent and, you know, and she'd said to me, yeah, like it's, it's really full on, isn't it? And I said, you know, when this has happened, I just, you know, I drop her off and I get in the car and all I want in the whole world is just for someone to give me a hug. Um, and that's a really difficult space to be in. And I think it's something that happens, um, you know, on occasion with kids, well, when you're a parent, I should say, and I, I'm sure this does not stop no matter how old the kid is, because in a way having a child, whether they're, you know, your biological child or they're, they've been brought into your family another way, they're, they're an extension of yourself. You know? Um, I mean, I almost feel like there is this connection in like a kind of acquired, like a, a lesser way, but it's still there between myself and my nieces and nephews. Um, when they're hurting, you know, we're hurting. And even though we know that their hurt and their emotion is often based not necessarily on things that are very rational. I mean, we're, we're similar, right? But, you know, little kids, their, their world is very dramatic and they feel things so intensely. Um, and we know that and we think, well, yeah, you know, they're crying over getting the wrong color plate, you know, calm down. But at the same time, there's that part of you that just still is a little bit, you know, you're hurting for them because they're feeling that that's real for them. And no matter what it's about that, they're going through it, you know, and that's the, the phrase I've been using when I've been talking about my kid going to preschool and dealing with these emotions during the week and then on the days that she's going, you know, she's going through it. it. It's really happening for her and it's a big thing in her world. You know, this is probably the biggest thing in her world right now. And I feel for her. Um, but at the same time, and because I'm feeling for her, I f- I'm feeling for myself. Um, you know, I've often joked since my kids were little, I, I wish someone would take care of me. <laughs> I wish someone would, you know, rock me to sleep and make my breakfast and, you know, and make sure I had everything I need and and took care of me like that. And in those moments where we're so vulnerable and so, um, you know, we're hurting, I, I just, it's it's a tough space to be in. Whether or not you have a partner or a supportive partner or um, people with you, 
you know, that feeling, it, do, it doesn't necessarily go away because you're with people or supported. It's something, it's like a road you just have to walk um, by yourself because it's the reality of, you know, ha- either choosing or being um, put in a situation where, you know, you have this little extension of yourself that it, it increases your vulnerability. I find that really, really hard. And it's probably one of the parts of parenthood that I struggle with the most, not in the sense that I'm not able to cope with it in the moment. I mean, personally, I, I rarely, you know, give, my, like, give myself props, but I, I am trying to remind myself at the moment that I do feel proud that I've been coping so well with what's going on because even when my child is very, very distressed, I'm able to, with a lot of um, forethought and resilience that I am trying to build within myself in my own time through therapy and self-care, that resilience means that I'm able to remain calm, you know, legitimately calm in those moments where my child feels out of control. And I can look her in the eyes and I can say, you know, even though you are so upset, I'm okay and I'm here for you and we're going to figure it out. And, um, and I'm proud of that. Um, you know, I'm not perfect and I have moments where my emotions get the better of me. But in this particular case, I'm trying my very best to, uh, you know, to really hold her where she needs to be, like just hold her while she experiences all of this and give her that feeling of security that she needs to be able to process and work through whatever it is that's going on for her. And, you know, and part of that is celebrating and, and, you know, I'm trying to think about instead of being like, obviously you can hear I'm quite emotional because I've just been in this space and I still am. And that's why I wanted to record right now is this is very raw, but, um, I'm trying to think, well, you know, it's really not that long until I see her again and we'll be celebrating that she did this. And, you know, this morning was really tough because I really felt like for the first time, probably she very much was going to preschool against her will. Um, up until now, she's been emotional, but she's been, you know, very courageous and still gone through the motions, you know, um, today was a bit different and that could be due to lots of things. And for me, I'm just telling myself, I think right now she's exploring this whole, um, issue and today she was exploring the that sort of part of it that is, can I change this? Can I stop this from happening? Um, and the answer was no. You know, I was very steadfast and calm in the fact that I essentially behaved as if she was not having, um, you know, uh, I was behaving as if she was not clinging on to the car when I was trying to get her out. I just spoke to her calmly and um, about what she was going to do today and, and you know, Ah, it's tough, isn't it? Um, And I don't have any wisdom or any advice, not that I come on here to have that anyway, but I just thought that it was valuable to record an episode about something that was really happening for me right now. And right now, um, you know, I'm just, I'm doing it tough in this moment and I know this moment will pass, but I think that it's validating as a parent to hear somebody else say that that's real for them too. And I felt so, 
so much less lonely in a way when um, this other mum had said to me, I feel like that too. You know, um, I'd said to her, I just, I was so tempted to, you know, the first time this had happened, not today, but on other times. I mean, even today I was doing it on the way home. I was just trying to think of anyone I could think of that I could call or um, the first time it happened, I was thinking, is there someone I could go to their house? Because I just, it's like I had this yearning to be cared for. Like, it's like I needed that in that moment. And as much as I can make a call to my husband or text, um, it's not the same as having somebody with you. Um, and, and like I said, there is that, you know, there is that individual experience that you can't ever take away. There's still that loneliness or that isolation that you feel in the moment. Um, but gosh, I, I really feel like it would have been made better to have somebody there almost just to hold, you know, like I was holding my daughter in that moment that they could hold me, um, and say, it's okay. It might not feel okay, but it will be okay. And you're doing a really good job. Um, not, and, and, you know, telling other parents, I mean, I'm someone who feels really compelled to encourage other parents because I feel the weight and the value of that in my own life. But, um, you know, I don't encourage parents because I feel like, you know, they need to feel great about what they're doing and, and feel accomplished and, you know, that they can kind of brag and be confident in that sense. And I don't feel like that either. If I am saying I'm doing a good job or I want someone to say you're doing a good job, it has absolutely nothing with to do with my ego or my, you know, my, my sense of accomplishment. It's, it's just, it's more really someone saying like, I see you and I see what you're doing and I acknowledge it. It's really, that's as simple as it is. And if there's one thing that I wanted to hop on here today and say, it was just that, if you ever have the opportunity to acknowledge somebody and what they're doing, and it doesn't have to be any more than that, than just saying, I see you, I see what you're doing. And I want you to just hear from me that I'm here and I'm, and I'm paying attention, you know, and I'm acknowledging you. I think that's really, really powerful. Please excuse my, <laughs> um, drippy nose and, and such. Um, but yeah, that's that's really what I wanted to share today. Um, if you are a parent and you listen to this podcast, I, I hope that you feel a sense of camaraderie. Um, I, none of us can know truly what each of us is going through. And I think that's what I mean by saying there's a loneliness to it that you can't take away um, because we do have to all walk our own path and nobody can fully understand what that feels like. But I think there's value in sharing in that sense of like holding each other, um, being there with each other, not necessarily to go through it, but just to say, I see you. So yeah, if you're a parent listening, I just want you to know, I see you. And I'm sure that everything you're doing, you know, um, is, is coming from your heart or it's coming from, you know, the best, the best, um, you know, the best bit of energy that you can possibly muster at that moment, whether it's a tiny bit of energy or, you know, you're really on top of it that day. It doesn't really matter because you're doing what you can and I see you and, and I, you know, and I want you to feel like that I can, I'm acknowledging you. Um, and yeah, and that's really, um, 
I mean, I just feel like even hopping on here today and recording this has made me feel a little bit better because I'm hoping that, you know, someone is listening and and feeling that for me. And I know when I have been able to um, reach out to other parents and speak to them about this sort of stuff, it's been really encouraging just to hear them say, yeah, yeah, you know, I've been there. I don't know how you feel, but I've, I've, um, I've done the hard yards with things and it, it is really, really tough. It's, it's all I wanted to hear. And um, so if you're going through something tough, um, I guess I just want to say to you, yeah, like stuff is really tough. Um, no matter how well you think, like no matter how good you are at certain things or how strong you feel or anything, it doesn't really matter, does it? It doesn't change the fact that those things are really, really hard. Um, so, yeah. Um, but thank goodness for community and connection. And I think as long as we stay connected, um, we'll uh, be able to just keep going. You know, for me, um, connection is a life-saving force in my life, you know, and I wouldn't be as resilient as I am now without that. So, um, yeah, I hope you've enjoyed today's uh, episode, (laughs) Um, albeit a bit of a funny old one. Uh, But this is what I want to do on here. So I'm excited to put this episode up. Hopefully the beginning of it is not too crazy. I'll check. And if you're still listening now at the end of this episode, well then, hooray, I was able to put it up. So thanks for joining me this week. Uh, I'll be back on here again in a week to share my heart with you. Until then, uh, be as kind to yourself as you can. Try to remember to be kind to yourself um, every day. And, and I'll see you here in a week. All right. Bye. Cool. That was good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that, like that. <laughs>